0: Listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. Welcome to American RVer, and Happy New Year! This month's show brings us to Salt Lake City, the home of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, Temple Square, and one of the largest mobile satellite dish manufacturers in the country, Motosat. Vice President Royal Lamb takes us on a tour of their amazing facility. Glad you joined us for this edition of American RVer.
1: Well I know you all know about Salt Lake City. There's the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, there's Temple Square, there's a beautiful lake, there's mountains surrounding it. It's a beautiful place. But did you know that Motosat is here? Motosat provides dishes for your RV and for many other applications. So with me today is Royal Lamb and he's the Vice President of Sales. And he's going to give us a little tour of Motosat. Thank you for joining me today.
2: Glad to be with you. Thank you for coming.
1: Sure. Now tell me a little bit about Motosat itself, the company. How long have you been here? How many people do you have? What are some of the things that you manufacture?
2: Motosat was founded in 1987 by a potato farmer in Idaho. (laughs) And uh, the potato farmer in Idaho said, I'm going to take my RV. I'm going to take my satellite TV with me. THAT WAS BACK IN THE DAYS OF THE uh, 10-FOOT DISHES, AND uh, SO OUR HEAD ENGINEER GOT TOGETHER WITH THAT GENTLEMAN AND DEVELOPED THE FIRST C-BAND SYSTEM FOR RVS. NOW, IT WAS A 10-FOOT DISH ON THE TOP OF A, WELL, IT WAS wow. ACTUALLY A 6-FOOT DISH ON TOP OF AN RV. SO THAT GENTLEMAN WAS ABLE TO TAKE HIS uh, SATELLITE TV WITH HIM WHEREVER HE WENT, AND uh, that's, THAT WAS THE STARTING OF MOTOSAT. And since then we've branched out into building not only the C-band systems, which were early on, but also the KU-band systems and now KA-band systems. This doesn't mean a whole lot, but it...
1: Yeah, uh, it means nothing to me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's just a different way of transmitting signals and making the uh, signal more compact and high definition.
1: This is for TV as well as internet?
2: TV as well as internet, and not only internet, but two-way internet, which POSES A UNIQUE POINTING PROBLEM. AND WHAT MOTOSAT DOES, AND WE'VE DONE IT FOR MANY YEARS, AND THAT IS WE MOTORIZE OTHER PEOPLE'S PLATFORMS. SO THAT MEANS THAT WE MOTORIZE THE DISH NETWORK, Mm -hmm. WE MOTORIZE THE DIRECTV, BELL EXPRESS VIEW, AND STAR Star CHOICE, WHICH IS NOW uh, Shaw DIRECT IN CANADA. SO WE we HAVE MANY SYSTEMS uh, FROM uh, WHAT WE CALL OPEN FACE OR POP-UPS to uh, dome systems, mm-hmm. uh, to actually in-motion systems. But it's
1: not just for motorhomes.
2: No, there's many applications, and so the applications uh, will range anywhere from uh, an RV could be a trailer, it could be a, a cargo trailer, it could be a command center, could be a FEMA uh, uh, vehicle command center for uh, FEMA, could be a uh, uh, firefighters. Firefighters will use the uh, internet systems uh, to c- be able to communicate. They use what they call voice over IP, uh, which is voice over internet protocol. Mm-hmm. And what they allows them to do is make telephone calls when they're, they're up in the mountains fighting fires. And so we have just a variety of applications. We, we actually serve humanity, What is what, really what it's <laughs> down to.
1: Well, you know, it's such an age of instant communications that you want to be able to have that capability of instantly getting to the world or to your sister.
2: That's exactly right. What, what will happen is a person will... Uh, I'm going to give you a short story. Okay. A lady called me on the telephone early on back in 2002 and she says, I heard that you make a, a internet, mobile internet system that I can put on an RV. And I said, we do. She says, do you have them available? I said, we do. She says, when can I have one put on? And I said, Friday. And she says, that's too soon. I'm going to order an RV right now because I have a business that's home-based that I cannot leave my home. And uh, in about four weeks, she came driving in with her RV. We put a two-way internet system on it. And she immediately drove to Las Vegas and spent three months in Las Vegas doing her home-based system out uh, out of an RV park in Las Vegas. And no one knew the difference. And so we have people that are on the road all of the time that have a need for communication, and the internet is the way that they do it.
1: And that's really how Jim and I operate with American RVer. We're full-time RVers. We have our internet dish. We have our satellite dish for TV. We can be anywhere in the world, essentially, and still be able to do the show and communicate with people.
2: You know, and the nice thing about it is you also have the comforts of home. Once you get high definition TV in your in your uh, RV, it's taking the football game with you.
1: Yeah, that's right. Now we just <laughs> need a few more TVs, apparently. <laughs> well, let's take a tour of the factory and see how you manufacture some of these things. That would be great. And uh, put the whole system together.
2: That would be great. Okay. Be more than happy to do it. Let's All do it. Okay.
1: So, Royal, I know you make a lot of your own parts, which is really a great thing about Modisac, because you have that quality control, but it must take some tremendous equipment to make gears and everything else that you need to put a piece together.
2: You know, it does, and uh, we are vertically integrated as far as manufacturing is concerned. That means that we, we start out with raw materials mm-hmm. and build each of our parts. And it takes equipment like band saws, and then we're not talking little band saws, we're talking an uh, inch and a half, uh, uh, with uh, saw blades, oh, and then wow. then we go to a shear. Now it's not a the, just a common shear; it's a shear that will shear an eight-foot-wide sheet of material. Then we have uh, gear hoppers. Gear hobbers are really interesting. Hmm. They actually create gears. Uh, we'll create the blanks, and then the gear hobbers will actually cut either uh, worm gears or uh, uh, planetary gears into that blank. Hmm. And uh, we also have uh, injection molding equipment. We've been able to maintain the the price on our equipment for quite some time without a price increase because we've been able to convert some of the uh, uh, metal parts into injection molded parts. So plastic. S- plastic, whether it be plastic, whether it's uh, acrylics, whether it be Delrins or PVCs, uh, whatever the application is, we can certainly do it. Then we have uh, our own mold making facility which we actually manufacture our own molds and so
1: and the mold is used to make those plastic parts.
2: That's right. Okay. The molds clamped together will you in, inject under high pressure uh, 70 t- 75 tons of pressure uh, molten material, and yeah. that's all, voila, you get
1: parts. <laughs> Presto magic. <laughs> Presto yeah. magic.
2: And then we also have what we call break. Uh, we have a break that uh, will allow us to put an eight-foot sheet of material in and actually bend it. So wow. all, all aspects of our operation is, uh, uh, is, is machine-required, and whether it be CNC or whether it be just regular hand-operated machines. CNC
1: so, is computer... Com-
2: computer-controlled. Uh, okay. So, computer-controlled, that means that the worker can push the button, walk away, and the parts come out.
1: Yeah, Theoretically, perfectly each perfectly time. Perfectly every right. time, yeah. So this is really the first step, is getting your parts made, and then we move on to the next step.
2: That's true. And to give you an idea how much volume we do, we do about 18,000 pounds of aluminum a month.
1: Oh. That is a lot.
2: That's, that's a lot. And we also yeah. have uh, uh, brass and bronze and uh, and we, we stay away from steel because steel rusts. Uh, we do not want to have our product rust mm-hmm. and so we've stayed away from that mm-hmm. as much as we possibly can. So
1: okay. that's well, our equipment. Okay. Well let's move on into the other building and see how these pieces come together.
2: Okay.
0: Great. Okay. We'll be right back with more of the MotoSet Factory Tour. Are you looking for some free camping, fun in the sun, and the opportunity to check out one of the fastest growing membership park systems in the U.S.? Western Horizons will give you a complimentary 25-night stay in any of their 18 RV resorts across the country. Just go to the American RVer homepage, click on the free Western Horizons camping link, and download and print the front and back of your free certificate. Read the back of the certificate for all the details. Check out Western Horizons plus camp for free. Go to www.americanartbeer.com for your free certificate.
1: Well, it looks like we've now moved into the assembly stage of the Motosat dishes.
2: We, we are. That's exactly where we are. What, what we're surrounded with is uh, these are high-definition mounts. Mm-hmm. They're in the uh, stage of being completely assembled. You'll notice that the uh, cables are laying out here. Uh, they will soon be placed in the proper place. Uh, the gentleman in the background, by the way, that uh, we can hear, is uh, putting together the SKU assembly. That's really? the assembly that allows the, the, this particular system to look at multiple satellites simultaneously. So that we look at five satellites for uh, DirecTV, three satellites at the same time for DISH Network and so therefore we can provide the public with uh, high-definition television.
1: Yeah, now you've you've made everything on here except for maybe a sensor or so. Is that right? In fact, you put all your wiring together and everything.
2: We assembled all of the wiring, uh, made all of the wiring harnesses. You'll see the injection molded parts here that mm-hmm. come from our, uh, from our other plant. Right,
1: the machine pieces. The up.
2: machine pieces, which we just uh, looked at. The uh, The unit is without a base plate. And it's without a lot of assemblies that the motors the motors are actually uh, wired in mm-hmm. properly here. Uh, all of the cables are run. This uh, has four outputs so that we can watch, uh, we can hook up four receivers if right. we'd like.
1: Okay. That's so. pretty impressive. Now, the only thing you wouldn't make, and we're going to look over this way for a second, are there some plastic pieces that go on the front.
2: Yeah, these these,
1: these
2: uh, covers. These don't make the covers. Yeah, we don't we don't manufacture these covers. This is vacuum-formed material, but it's a special material. It will look this white and this shiny ten years from now out in Ah, outdoors. okay. And so what we've done is we've made everything as uniform as we possibly can. Even though the dish, uh, the mount that I just took this from, is different than this mount. Oh,
1: it still fits on the same one. Smart thinking. So good use of resources.
2: So what we've tried to do is maintain a, a uniformity between all of our equipment so that we can use utilize the same parts amongst uh, uh, seven different uh, models that we have.
1: Okay. Well, let's go down and see one that's in a more finished stage and see how you test them before we get them for okay. our RVs. That'll be fine. Okay. Okay, I see some, looks like finished satellite dishes. Maybe they're missing their cover, but tell me what's going on in this station.
2: You know, this station is the final assembly where they take all of the components and put them together. Mm-hmm. The gentleman right up here is testing out the functions of a dish, making sure that everything is working properly. And, and if it's uh, not, this is where not. it gets changed. That's right, if it's not, <laughs> he'll make the take the corrective action. And uh, it's a very complex operation as, as you As you'll see a little later on, the complexity of the actual chain drive system that we use. This is referred to as our uh, G-74 line, Mm -hmm. which is a 74-centimeter. So it's a smaller dish in comparison with the much larger dishes that we have.
1: Okay, we've moved into an office area. This is your call center. Tell me what they do. This
2: uh, This is our call center, and what they do is they will take field calls from anyone who calls in that has a motosat piece of equipment and it will provide a solution to the issue that they may be having. Uh, We find it's a lot of, a I should call it an education center because uh, that's what they do. They educate the people who have the product so they understand how the product works and what's necessary in order to get it back online.
1: I think that's one of the most important things about any business is your customer support after the sale?
2: If you can't support them after the sale, you shouldn't have sold it to them in the first place. Yeah. And uh, right, these people much. right here yes. do an excellent right. job. And uh, they will take, uh, they, they deal with people that are 80 or 90 years old, down to young executives at 23 years old. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, they'll, they take care of them. It doesn't matter where they are, whether they're in uh, Florida, whether in Canada, whether in, uh, in Mexico, it doesn't matter, wherever our system is, they can call into our call center and we'll provide them assistance. Right.
1: So apparently we're in the heart and soul of ModaSat right here in the engineering department. So, Royal, tell me who's joining us today.
2: This is Ed Travis. Uh, Ed Travis is the brainchild
3: behind all of our products. And uh, what do you have to say about that, Ed?
1: Yeah, what are we looking at? What's going on?
3: Well, this is actually our playroom for engineering. We we enjoy our jobs. We are about seven people in our department. And uh, Everybody has specific functions, and it's assigned to specific projects. And what's in front of you here is probably our latest and greatest project, which doesn't look like a lot, just standing on a pole. But uh, it will be a steerable 2.4-meter antenna that can move between satellites with um, no user intervention, basically. Hmm. So this is our latest project. I don't know how to go much more into detail on that.
1: But in the engineering department, you actually design the size of each of those wheels. Gears. Gears, thank you, technically challenged here. And you design what the housing is going to look like. You've probably designed what this is actually going to look like physically.
3: Yes, actually we do more than that. We design virtually every part of this product. If you zoom into any part of this item, the gearbox assembly, all of the gears inside this Mm -hmm. gearbox, are manufactured and designed in the engineering and in the production part of our department. Uh, the only two items that I can see on this mount that really aren't manufactured directly by Motosat is a motor here and the bearings you can see on the outside. But everything else on this mount is actually fabricated by Motosat. Not only do we fabricate um, gears, I wish I'd have had a lot better um, display of things that we have. But this is fabricated, cut, we have the hobbers. Mm-hmm. Not only do we fabricate our gears, we also fabricate uh, the worm gears. We have lays, CNC lays that can do the worm screws. Mm-hmm. Um, we build waveguide assemblies for doing microwave. We, um, we design our own PC boards. We lay out our boards. We do the circuit design. We even go to the point of molding small parts that go into these. The buttons that you see on the front of our control boxes are molded right here in the company. So we are almost a full vertical company. Very few items are actually purchased outside as a finished product.
1: I'm I'm pretty impressed by all of that. I'm really impressed by those little boards, and we're going to take a look at those in a little bit more detail too. Okay.
3: You know, Peggy.
2: One of the things we haven't addressed is that uh, within his department is the software, that's where the software oh. is written so that okay. all, of these, all of these mounts can go up, find satellite, position themselves correctly, and do it repeatedly, time after time after time after time. And uh, that's done right here in, within his okay. department. Okay,
1: Good point, Royal, thanks. So Royal, one of these boards that I'm looking at in this unit looks very complex, and I don't see how you can even put something like that together.
2: Uh, they are very complex, but you know we have uh, equipment that allows us to do this okay that is so nice to be able to have a what they call a pick and place machine these are surface mount uh, boards they're multi-layered but they're surface mount technology so that allows the machine that we see in the background here to actually pick a part off of one of these rolls mm-hmm. and place it onto the appropriate spot on the board and then the board is uh, t- transported to the Oven, which is the blinking light there in our background, and that's where the the solder is heated to actually flow. And uh, voila, we have a PC board. Uh However, there's a lot of components on here that are put on by hand, and you would think that the small IC, which you're not going to be able to see, but uh, it's a 40-pin IC. What does that mean? There's 40 little legs on each one of those sides that have to be soldered and to be perfectly honest I'd have to put my glasses on just to see the part.
1: And somebody puts that in by hand?
2: They put that in by hand and we'll show you that here wow, in just a I'm moment. Impressed. But uh, these boards once they're assembled then they're tested in this particular area. This is our electronic assembly area mm-hmm. and nothing leaves this area unless it's right and then it goes to our burn-in and our final testing. So This particular PC board has been mounted into this chassis, and uh, most all of our equipment have three buttons on the front.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Power to turn it on, a button to send the dish up in the air, and uh, another button to put the dish down so that you can stall and drive away. Right. So we're going to join some of the other uh, the ladies here as they're actually doing their job, actually doing some soldering on these boards. But, but okay. this particular area has a special coating on the floor for static ah. protection. Uh-huh. You'll notice that the ladies will have a wrist strap on for, for static protection. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, let's go and look at okay. one of the boards being actually manufactured.
1: Okay. Okay, so this is where the magic happens, huh?
2: It is. What this young lady is doing is she's putting on those components that cannot be inserted by the automatic machine. And uh, whenever that happens, it comes to the experts. And when I say experts, I've tried doing it, and all I do is make a big mess.
1: Well, it seems very detailed.
2: It is, I don't think detailed. it would
1: be a job for me either. <laughs> hey, Royal, look who we found in the final testing area.
2: <laughs> Great. I, this is good time for me to introduce Jim Pendleton, the President and CEO.
1: It's a pleasure um, to meet, how are you, yeah. you, how yeah. meet you, Yeah.
2: I have to come back here and make sure everything works.
1: <laughs> well, that's good! <laughs> then we know from top down you're interested in quality control.
2: Absolutely, every day. I come back here four or five times every day. So Through the plant, and Royal does too. We both walk the plant quite a bit to make mm-hmm. sure everything's okay.
1: Well, this is your company, so I know you want to make sure everything's right and up to standard.
2: Yes, absolutely. We might, uh, while Jim's here, we might just uh, briefly uh, indicate that where we're standing is where the final stamp goes on the unit. That means we do a live test outside and uh, write it off, certified that it has uh, passed all of our standards mm-hmm. and it's ready for shipping. And. Uh, in just a minute we'll go into the various areas uh, meaning we have two separate areas. One happens to be the internet area, the other is the T V area. We'll okay. cover those both those areas. Right. Jim, it was good to have you here. Hey, thank you. Yeah,
1: anything? Nice meeting anything, you. You. anything you want to say to our viewers
2: before uh, you head off? My sat
1: <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Okay.
2: I don't know if you can say that or not. <laughs> no, we just appreciate everybody that uses our systems and uh, we do our best to keep the quality up and we'll continue to do so. We've got some exciting stuff coming out in the next year. Okay. Very exciting. Okay, okay. we we'll
1: look for it. Okay, Thanks, Jim. thank
2: you very much.
1: So what are we looking at here?
2: Uh, Peggy, this is, uh, uh, this is our final test area. Every system that we ship will come out here and we will uh, send the system up to find satellite, lock on and actually uh, uh, surf the internet so that we know when we send a piece of equipment out that it was actually locked on here at this facility. The uh, chain link fence uh, doesn't uh, create any problems for us in most cases we shoot up over it, mm-hmm. but uh, it certainly keeps us from losing uh, systems at <laughs> night.
1: <laughs> How long do the units stay out here?
2: Uh, they will stay out here until they are actually, they actually are passed off. And so if it takes uh, 15 minutes for them to locate and lock on satellite, and establish communications, uh, then they'll stay out here. Uh, So this is a very temporary situation. They'll come out here, uh, do the final test, move back in, be boxed and ready to ship. Ready
1: to go. Well, Royal, this is a perfect way to end a tour of the MotorSat plant outside in the beautiful sunshine in Salt Lake City in front of a unit that has several dishes on it, all by MotorSat. Surprise, surprise.
2: You know, you know yeah, yeah, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> but this is a, this is called, we commonly refer to this as a mini command center. You can put it behind a pickup truck and it can, can be shared by different agencies, an uh, emergency response situation. Uh the reason for our our systems that uh, allows connectivity wherever it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And uh you'll notice and we've given them the opportunity to see both high definition direct T V as well as dish network. Okay. And uh now, if there's no disaster going on, they can certainly kick back and watch a football game. All right? Okay,
1: but well we don't want to know about that Oh, part. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, if someone is more interested in Motosat information and maybe even getting a Motosat dish, what should they do?
2: You know, there's two ways that they can contact us. They can contact us through their website. That's where we have all of our products listed. We have a good description, and as well as manuals and operating procedures. And if they would like to uh, contact one of our dealers, they can go to online. They can find one of our dealers uh, by choosing a state, or they can simply call Motosat. Uh, by the way, our website is www.motosat.com. Right. Very easy. Very easy. And uh, if they'd like to call us, it's one eight hundred. 247-7486.
1: Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for the tour today, Royal. I sure do appreciate Peggy, it. It's
2: my pleasure. Thank you for joining us. You're
1: welcome. And thank you for joining us on this edition of American RVR. Okay. I think we got through it that time.
3: <laughs> That's a wrap.
0: For all your satellite TV and internet needs, call Cordell Satellite Sales and Service at 704-264-9486.